I am here with Trent. Um, he can be found on Twitter under at Trent underscore North underscore here. Um, basically, uh, he's got a podcast of his own um, at Trent Mass Talk. Is that correct? That okay. is the one. Awesome. Right. So uh, Trent is like a, a army veteran. Uh <laughs> Technically. Technically. Technically an army <laughs> veteran. <laughs> uh, he invites like a bunch of people on the shows to, to bullshit or to drink, uh, talk about a story from the army or the military in general. Um, and he does some solo episodes where he just like goes on, on uh, or goes on about some fucking absurd shit. Uh, and like nine out of ten of his episodes are like good shit. Um, okay. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I appreciate it. There you go. My pleasure. Um, so Also, how about this? Let's point out that we did episode one together. Hell on yes. Podcast, which is yeah. fucking exciting. Yeah, man. Are you, are you going uh, to have me on every 10? Shit, man. Uh, have you listened to my episode with Paz? Of course I have, but I don't remember any of it. All right. So I discussed this with Paz, and I have a genius idea. Um, I think Paz was like episode number nine. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep rotating with the same nine people. Sick. Yeah. So you're going to be a... like episode 20, episode 30, etc. And Paz will always be uh, number 19, number 29, number that's 39. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's a good game move. That's a like scheduling wise. That's a fucking girthy move. I'm going to be honest. It works, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So, yeah. No, I just wanted to point that out because I think this, <laughs> that was an important moment in podcast history as this I will be. So. Well, I mean, I'll just uh, leak like the real information right now. But like our episode, it is to this day my most listened episode. Like I get like 20-ish views or 20 listens, I guess, or downloads, whatever, per episode. But our episode, it was listened to 50 times. It's, it was listened to an absurd number of times. Yeah. Like, you've told me that, and it continues to blow me away every time I hear it. I mean, to be honest, we had fucking great rapport, like, as soon as we picked up. Of course, yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun to record as well. Um, Hell yeah. It was, dude, it's, it's always fun recording with you. So, so what do you have on the docket tonight? Well, the very first thing I want to get into is uh, Corona. Not the shitty beer, but the hangover that results from it, otherwise known as coronavirus. Hell um, yeah, bro. So, uh, just to be a bit transparent to our listeners, uh, like all two of them, um, 
the way I see this, I want to be this this to be about an hour. Um, so we'll get into coronavirus. If we can't uh, fill an hour with that, we'll move on to U.S. politics. And then from there, if either we haven't filled an hour yet or we still uh, feel like talking, <clears throat> so uh, we so, will go into some podcasting shit. So just the lowest hanging fruit of the topics. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, The cool, quality cool. will absolutely decline the further we get into the episodes. Absolutely. Uh, so, so you want to start with coronavirus. So yes. what I think the most interesting conversation that we can have about that is going to be uh, the difference in how it has affected where we live currently. Because we live in very different yes. places. I live yes. in uh, North Carolina moonshine country. Yeah, that's a good one. I wanted to get into that as well. Um, because I think um, I, I was just looking uh, on like Dutch main news site, but I couldn't find it. But I believe the latest news is that there's about uh, 188 infections uh, of corona in the Netherlands. Wow. Like, um, thousands, ten thousands in the U.S.? I don't even know what the U.S. Honestly, I don't give a shit what the U.S. number is. I'm honestly not paying attention because uh, I may be unhealthy as fuck, but I'm not old, so I'm not that worried. I think Fair enough. If I get it, I'll be pretty uncomfortable for a little while, and then yeah. I'll be okay. And then I'll probably be pretty uncomfortable from it next year for a little while, and then I'll probably be okay. It's the the economic crash is my biggest fear of the coronavirus bullshit i'm not at all scared of the virus you're scared of the economic crash that's interesting i haven't thought about that yet um because that's, like, <laughs> dude that's the scary part yeah i had this i have the same information as you obviously so i'm not particularly scared of the coronavirus either i'm gonna be miserable for like a couple of days or a week uh and then i'll be fine again because i'm in well fine health uh I'm like 24, so I'm not absurdly young nor absurdly old. Uh, so on all counts, I should be all right as far as the virus goes. Um, yes. In the short term, at least, what I'm more worried about is the uh, reaction of the general public. Because, I mean, you've seen yeah. the videos of like uh, uh, panic runs on anything between toilet paper or canned goods or whatever. Um, yes. And I mean, I'm not too particularly worried about the toilet paper like i have a shower and like in a worst case scenario i'll just fucking squat down in the sink uh oh man <laughs> wait 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 are you telling me that you sir like here's the thing like we're men we've both pissed in sinks on many occasions are you telling me that you would take a shit in a sink i mean you better at the very least have one of those crazy fucking sink thing, food processors. That's no, not a food processor, dude. I'm so poor, I don't even know what the thing in your sink that chops up food is. Nah, dude. I'm look, I'm thinking of it like this I'll take my shit in the toilet because as long as we have uh, like water coming through the sink, etc., we'll have water in the toilet as well, right? But from there, I will still need to clean my ass. So from there, I will get up. And then, then, like, after I took my shit and then flushed everything, uh, fuck. Wow, okay. I tried to send you a, a message. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see it now. 
All right. Bitch, I'm 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 trying to be cool here. <laughs> me, me too. I'm trying to be cool, but you can't <laughs> read and talk at the same time, apparently. I can't breathe and talk at the same time? No, of course I can. I'm not a fucking singer. Also, apparently you can't hear as well because I said read. I did not actually hear that. <laughs> but thank you for the feedback anyway. Fuck. Uh, let's get back into the topic. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, so, uh, fuck, where was I? The coronavirus. Yeah, of course the coronavirus, you fucking moron. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> um, ah, yeah, no. So, here's the thing. I'm thinking that if the water still flows, um, like, the toilet will flush. So I can take a shit on the toilet. That won't be a problem. Problem will be cleaning my ass, and I will, like, counteract that problem by squatting down in the sink. Oh. Oh, so you're going to move to the sink. That's yeah. what you're going to do. Okay. All right. So uh, I will say fair enough as long as it is not your sink. Well, it kind of is. It's like all of our sink. I live in a student house with, like, six people. And oh, we no. have, like, uh, a common kitchen or a shared kitchen. Um, so it'll be everyone's sink. So basically, uh, if one of those people gets sick, you're all, you all got the coronavirus. Yes. Well, at least you'll be able to hang out with the coronavirus with each other. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? I might get some action out of it. Dude, I can probably just not go to class if I tell them I have coronavirus. Honestly, if I, mean, I feel, if I feel bad enough, so I'm too poor for a hospital. Right, right. Because I live in America, <laughs> uh, so I'm too so I'm too poor for a hospital. Which means that if I feel bad enough, I'm just gonna email my teachers and tell them I have coronavirus. I mean, look, if I feel like shit, I'm especially this time. I'm just gonna tell my teachers I have coronavirus as well. Uh, like I'm I'm in the process of graduating. I mean, that's the move. And I'm like way too late with it. So I've like one thing I have to show up to every week, which lasts like a few hours, so I'm not too worried about that. However, um, so this is going to be a bit confusing to Americans, but I live quite south in the Netherlands, but also a little bit more west, but I have a job about wait, an hour. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that you guys have north and south too? Yes. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. There is a major difference between North and South, even in the Netherlands. <laughs> no, I'm just being stupid. Actually, this is actually kind of funny. Um, I don't think this no, is... No, finish the- your story. Don't derail. Fuck. God damn it. Um, so I told my boss, um, because like I work uh, like an hour southeast of where I work. Uh, fuck. I work an hour southeast of where I live. Um, That's a long way. Uh, especially for Dutch measures, it's a very long way. But I'm crazy. Yeah, that's so, like across the whole country. Eh, not quite. Across the whole country <laughs> is like three hours. So it's like across a third of the country. <laughs> Dude, that's so wild. Uh, I know. Um, fuck, before I get off on attention again. No, um, keep going. I thought my boss, like, there's been a guy in Germany, because there's a lot more infections in Germany already, that's been near the city where I work. 
I told my boss, you fucking better, uh, like, get me a raise if the coronavirus hits our city. Because now I'm just doing extra dangerous work. Yeah, you got hazard pay, bud. Absolutely. Um, wait, just... Uh, all right, so um, I just paused a little bit with Trent because, I mean, we're awesome people and we can do this. Um, but I believe we ended somewhere at me uh, not quite shitting in the sink. Um, anyway, that part is, uh, is done for now. And what I want to know now is, Trent, do you think that the coronavirus was developed in a bioweapons laboratory to be uh, like a bioweapon to eradicate humanity or something? Uh, no, no. I think uh, if there was any kind of research and development, like any kind of GMO shit, you know? Right. Somewhere they went in and they fucked with the genome. They played with some genes to see what's going on. And then uh, worst case scenario... It just got out. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think this was like biologically set up. I think worst case, this is just a slightly worse version of just being having a cold mm -hmm. that, you know, is spreading around. And I, I think media hype is a significant portion. I think there might be some level of worry with the virus, but I think it's so much less significant. I think the majority is media hype. Yeah, I think so too. Um, my main reason to, for uh, thinking that uh, <clears throat> the coronavirus isn't developed in a bioweapons lab is that it isn't deadly enough. Like it's got like a 2% mortality rate. And yeah. if you look at who is killed, it's basically very old people, very small children or people that have immune problems already. Um, so this yeah, seems... But there's like There's a you, weird thing with the children, though. Have you heard that? Like, kids not. don't get affected. Wait, There's they some don't? weird... I don't know a lot about it. I haven't looked into it. Like, I read it today. It's But there was some weird thing where, like, kids don't have an issue. Like, maybe infants, but, like, pretty much... It's just old people, dude. I mean, all of the U.S. deaths, as far as I'm aware, there were, like, six people who died in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. All of them died in the same old folks' home. Aha. Uh -huh. And they were all old as fuck. Yeah. So they were basically just super old people who got it and then died in the place. And I think Monica Perez talks about this. I should listen to Monica Perez some more, actually. She's, I, I highly recommend at Monica Perez because I would love to have her on my fucking garbage show because I would get fucking tenfold the followers if she came on a guest <laughs> episode. <laughs> Are her DMs open? Do you know? What? Does she have like open DMs? I don't even know. I haven't even I haven't even thought about messaging her. Like check it out. Just, like that's that's how I'll get like almost all of my podcasts podcast guests, including you. Like I just shoot them in the DM. Like, hey, uh, I have a fucking worthless podcast. Do you want to come on? See, but as an intelligent person who is trying to build a real podcast, I uh <laughs> I like to consider uh, whether or not I feel uh, adequate to interview a person. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't ask a person on my podcast until I at least feel like I have a line that I can fall back on to talk to them about. Well, I mean, I like to thank you a little bit about how much, or, like, uh, if I can, uh, like, fill any content with the people I have on. 
Um, but uh, think of like a person like Paz, who I highly respect. Um, like Paz is probably the person I had on that I did some of the most research or, or actual preparation for. Um, and the way I think is just like, look, if I invite these people on, I can probably think of something good to think or to, to talk about. Um, of course. And but... I don't have to do all that much research because these people will like provide the content for me in a sense. You know what I mean? I No, I, I completely understand. And I've done that on a few episodes for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am a fan of the idea that like the more you know about it, the deeper you can go. So like... I don't want to hear some surface level new bullshit from pause. So I'm going to do some research so that I can get into some, some at least somewhat deeper shit with him because I have at least a base understanding of the topic. Like, I don't know. That's why I think it's important. That sounds interesting to me. Um, your episode with pause is not yet available to the public. Is it? Uh, not yet. It's coming close. Honestly, I might release it on the same day as this just to say, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, like I'll like get it set. And as soon as your episode pops up in my podcatcher, I'll just be like, <laughs> nice. I might do it. Honestly, I support that. <laughs> <laughs> might um, as well. Yeah. I don't have much more on the coronavirus. Uh, so Honestly, I believe, yeah, I, I don't give a shit outside of actually, how is it dealing? Is it fucking with stores where you're at? As far as I've noticed, no, um, no, yeah, same yeah, here. No. Okay, so we can I move on. Went to the store like the other either today or yesterday, I don't even fucking remember. And I think I don't know, I haven't seen anything that was like conspicuously empty. I have a feeling that people here just like don't give a fuck, like you know, coronavirus, fuck it, we have enough beer, we'll just drink. An absurd amount of beer and we'll kill it with alcohol. Yeah, man. Dude, alco- alcohol kills a lot of shit. Fortunately, uh, we're super duper smart, so we drink it for fun. So. <laughs> That's a trick. Just drink enough alcohol and you will kill the virus. Um, oh God, I love bourbon. Oh, yeah, you're drinking. Yeah, you were, you were trying to make me laugh by showing me your bottle of bullet bourbon. Uh, I was. <laughs> I've seen that shit good shit though I am, by the uh, way i would like to point out uh that you were drinking american whiskey i mean i will not deny that at any time um if there's anything americans are good at it's making whiskey uh actually i have a bottle of bullet here and uh you can see it now but i have a bullet or a bottle of uh maker's mark here as well oh shit are you into scotch at all i am so what do you like do you like bourbon or do you like scotch uh, I love everything. Basically, I love. Uh, I mean, thing is, you're just a it's, it's it's different things, right? Um, yeah. So scotch for me is really hit or miss. Uh, I'm kind of trying to think of a scotch I didn't like, but I don't remember immediately. Actually, I have um, I have here uh, an emptied bottle of uh, Highland Queen or Highlander Queen or something like that. Whatever. Um, and it smells really good, but it doesn't taste particularly good. Like it smells really ashy and turfy, turfy, uh, smoky. Like, no, not smoky, like turf. Do you know what turf is? Like, like grass, like, like, uh, 
I guess the dirt that grass grows in, kinda. Kinda. Let me go with this. I mean, this. that could be that could be peat. Do you know what peat is? No, I do not. No. Dude, peat's like a weird microorganism thing that grows in the ground in Ireland, <laughs> and they dig that shit out and burn it, and the smoke is what gives you what peaty scotch. But it's just like uh, some weird, some weird goop that grows underground. Oh wait, you were talking about peat? Peat. P e a t. No. Uh. Yeah. 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 Sorry, you're right. Yeah, that's the same shit. Yeah, peat. It's like some weird fucking microorganism. Yeah, I don't know what the, the fuck it's, it's either, but I know what it smells like. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. It anyway. smells like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a bottle of Highland Queen. You will very strongly smell the peat, but I don't you, like peat. You won't taste very much of it. Uh, it's kind of a almost a faint whiskey. However, I have also had. Uh, God damn it! I I fucking need glasses, man. Let's see if I can see it with you glasses know, on. Let's be honest. Neither of us are smart enough to talk about whiskey on this level. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, there's some scotch I like and some scotch I don't like. Um, yeah. I like That's how almost, everybody is. Yeah, I like almost all Irish whiskey, and I like I almost also. Oh, buddy, this is a bonding moment actually, because yeah. Irish whiskey is actually my favorite uh, regional whiskey. Like, if I have to pick a whiskey from somewhere, I like Irish whiskey. Really, that's interesting. Um, I have to drink yet more to really decide on that, because I don't think I've had enough Irish whiskey. And I'm pretty, like, the reason I'm looking this way, I'll send you a DM later. But I have, like, a little uh, plank where I uh, keep some bottles, like, empty bottles, just as, yeah. like, decoration. How do you mean? Um, and I have a few of those bottles up there. So I have a bottle of um, some stuff I can't read the name of from here. Actually, fuck it. Uh, I'm, I have... Oh, but, oh, guys, he's standing up. Dude, I don't know. He doesn't have headphones on right now, dude. Fuck this guy, dude. I can't believe I'm doing this piece of shit podcast this guy has. You know, it's so, so bad. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, oh, what? We're still recording. Uh, I thought it busted. Uh, okay, cool. I may or may not cut this out. Um, so I have a bottle of... Fuck, I forgot it already. Give me a second again. Dude, this dumb fuck is doing it again. All right. All right, I'm back. So I have, as far as whiskey goes, on yeah. this little plank, uh, a bottle of uh, 12-year-old uh, Delmore single malt. Oh, yeah, I've had that before. Yeah, that's, that's good shit. That's pretty good. It's good. Um, a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels single barrel. Okay. I I have never tried that because I'm a... I'm a poor, as you say. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I had uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> some family of mine uh, uh, like bought it for me because I'm uh, I'm good at getting people to buy shit for me. Um, oh, oh, do you mean a uh, poor? <laughs> yes, I am absolutely a poor, but I am in the process of changing that. Um, Are we all? <laughs> And as far as whiskey is concerned, I have also a bottle of Highland Queen uh, up there. And then I have a uh, mixed mark and bullet uh, still like in my closet. 
which I'm still both currently drinking. Um, and I don't really like know which one I like more. Hold I'm, up. Hold up. My favorite thing is that you, that you said is that you have a display of bottles. Yeah. But you keep the real whiskey in the closet. Fuck yeah. I mean, look. Um, it literally doesn't matter, dude. It's like 40% alcohol. What is going to live in there? Leave it wherever you want. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. You make a good point, but I'm I'm afraid we're starting to veer off topic again. Um, yeah. All right. So what are we talking so, about? Let's get into American politics. Oh, God. <laughs> what a shit show. Oh, yeah. Because they are the most interesting thing in the world. Um, I don't... I mean, there's some drama within like the Libertarian Party, which is kind of funny, but I don't know enough about that to say literally anything about it. Um, I, is second. Yeah, except that like Nick Sarwark can suck my dick. Uh, I mean, so he, here's the thing is, I think it's a strong, actually, this is the one thing I can say is, apparently he's decided not to run again. So that's he's- a, That's a girthy move. Which, no, I, I honestly, like, I don't know if this is true, but it, it at the very least, in, in the way that you can with any politician, is you can only just think that the move they made is uh, the best way possible, is just have faith in humanity, you know? And Nick Sarwark pulling out of the race, or, or just being like, I'm not going to do it, uh, I feel is... Uh, like a man move on him is just being like, look, I clearly, it seems that the people of this party don't, I don't represent. So I'm just gonna stop. I'm not, I'm just gonna not do it. It seems like they don't want me. So fine. And I think that that's a big man move is to accept that. Yeah. I think, uh, I agree with you on that pretty much entirely. Um, like I don't know enough about Nick Shaw to actually talk shit about him, but, I know enough from like my Twitter mutuals to say that he wasn't popular. So I respect the move to uh, to say, well, I won't be running again because clearly, like I'm not, I'm not wanted. Um, yeah, you don't even get to decide. So fuck your opinion. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, moving on to the rest of U.S. politics. Uh, it seems uh, by now uh, your only two realistic options are. An orange man who is crazy and a bit rapey. Correct. Uh, and a white man who is senile and a bit rapey. Correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That was the most impressive thing I've heard all day. Like, <laughs> like you just explained the whole... <laughs> but, oh, maybe, but maybe... But maybe... We also might have a white guy who's kind of heart attacky. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Which means that we'll have an Elizabeth Warren vice president. <laughs> well, fuck. From what I heard, Elizabeth Warren came third in her own state. So, Bro, Elizabeth Warren is a piece of shit. She's, she dropped, I think. Really? She dropped out? I think. I don't know. How soon are you releasing this? Mm, well, sort of. I actually think, uh, um, apart from uh, Biden and Bernie, I no, think I'm saying, the, I'm saying, how soon are you releasing this podcast? Uh, well, either 
uh, next Thursday or the Thursday after that. Okay, so I got like a, like some time. Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna say 100% Elizabeth Warren dropped out. I think actually, like at the time we're recording this, uh, I think she did. Be... I think she's out, dude. I, I was about to say, like today is the Sunday, uh, March eighth. Um, yeah. Here's the thing: is this is gonna be if she dropped out already, this is gonna be useless conversation. Yeah, by the time say, this I'm, comes out. I'm pretty sure she dropped out at this point already. I mean, yeah. I'm not like 100% sure, but I think she did. Let's move on as if she did. So we got... All right. So basically, you've got Biden v. Trump. Yes. Um, and Trump is just like a crazy person. He's an egomaniac. He's a bit rapey. Um, I don't know. What else is there to say about that, man? He's uh, just not a great guy, really. Yeah, he's not a great guy in general. That's a good point. The one thing I will credit him for is that he's not a career politician. Bro, he, so that's, I mean, that's all good and fine. Like, but at the end of the day, he's been, he has been the president for like a little while. Like he's been, he's been in there, you know? I mean, yeah, at this point, it doesn't matter. Look, if you've been the president for four years, it doesn't matter if you're a career politician before that or not. You're a politician now. Yeah, so so a listen person like everyone else. Yeah, I think it's not fair to judge him on that metric. No, uh, no, but I mean, dude, um, he's he's kind of been the same, dude. I saw a thing on Twitter, which means that hmm? it's probably not real. <laughs> uh, allegedly, Donald Trump has dropped almost seventy percent the number of bombs that Obama did in eight years. Jesus Christ! Now I don't know if that's true. As I said, lied to yeah. everybody. But it's your podcast, so I'm not that worried about it. So look, I'm not gonna fact check any of this either. My listeners okay. know that I'm a retard, and I exclusively invite on retards. So hell yeah, I'm glad that I'm building that audience for my career <laughs> in comedy. I'm glad I'm building, I'm building the uh, mentally handicapped as a part of my audience. <laughs> I mean, look. I think retards or like people with Down syndrome are easier to make laugh, right? Like your jokes don't have to be of as high quality to make Down's people laugh, I think. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a so question. Let me ask you a question okay. real quick. Yeah. So in your country, I'm asking culturally here, mm-hmm. is the word retard acceptable? Hmm. Um, is, is that like a normal, like, is that like what you refer to people who have mental handicaps? Well, uh, I mean, the Dutch uh, equivalent, I guess, of retard would be mogol or mongol. All right. Which okay. roughly equates to mongol. I guess it, it, it equates more to mongoloid. Okay. That's and way more offensive, by the way. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd um, like to point that out for the record. <laughs> It's not quite accepted, I would say. Okay. Like, if you want to be, I don't know if politically correct is the word, but let's say if you were to want to be professional, mongoloid or mogol would not be the way to go. Like, calling yeah. someone a mongol or a mogol uh, would be roughly the same as calling someone a retard uh, in English. Okay. Because retard has become very, like... Very negative. Like, if I said the word retard on my college campus, 
I would have to fight like 50 beta males. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a lucky position that I'm in a, a sports, sports college or sports university or whatever you want to call it. Oh, so, so nobody's a pussy. I wouldn't say no one is pussy, but I mean, people are significantly less politically correct here, um, which is probably largely because they actually have to teach uh, a bunch of people constantly. And surprise, surprise, if you're constantly teaching or and or instructing people, um, you, you're actually going to have to like, get a result out of people a lot more. And yeah. you're going to be stereotyping a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So you're just uh, describing what actually learning is like as opposed to the American college system. Yes, kind of. I mean, um, oh, man. All right. Fuck it. Let's go All off right. on this tangent. You know, no, no. How about no. this? I'm going to cut off your tangent, you bitch, on your own podcast to prove my dominance. All right? Oh, fuck. I feel like such a beta now. What was the second topic you had? Because I forgot. Ah, fuck. I think the second topic was uh, politics, like US politics. But the third. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to that. Because we started and then we immediately derailed (laughs) right away. Like, we really didn't talk about the topic even a little bit. Yeah, okay. So, mind if I uh, start? First, okay, yes, okay, so, time. <laughs> all right, so, um, because I'm not particularly affected by who is the president in the US, I mean, to some extent, I am because like their foreign policy has effect on me, but fuck that shit. Um, I would say everyone vote for Joe Biden because yes. Joe Biden is completely senile, he probably has Alzheimer's, and he's fucking hilarious right now. Like, the potential to make memes of this guy is enormous of course but here's the thing is we have a lot of joe biden memes there are honestly there are so many joe biden memes that we're forgetting some of the we're forgetting gems because there's just (laughs) so many like we're forgetting some of the greats not that long ago there's some truth to that actually do you remember here's what i think i I want to see bloomberg bloomberg but didn't he drop out already like even, I think he did, which is too bad. Even when we're recording now. Yeah, which is too bad because I want nothing more than to <laughs> see that short man go head-to-head with Donald Trump. Bro, can you imagine that guy going – like that guy couldn't handle Warren. Like that guy had problems dealing with Warren. He looked like a piece of shit coming out of that exchange. He didn't handle it well at all, but – can you imagine that guy going to the guy who just, <laughs> bro, your husband's a rapist. Like, <laughs> like just fucking sending it, dude. Don, that's the thing. Nobody can accuse Donald Trump of not sending it because that's all that man has done his whole life. Let's be honest. He was a kind of okay businessman who jumped into the celebrity TV field and then just was him Hold up. and himself for wait, the wait, meeting. Wait, 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 wait. I think I lost about five seconds of internet connection there. Oh, no. No, you were just chugging water from what I could see. You know, I was taking water, but I also lost like five seconds of you talking. Okay. Anyway, so what I think of Trump. Let's wrap it up real quick. Oh, yeah. What I think I've of Trump. It. So I think he was a fine businessman who got a great start 
you know, big start relative to everybody else. Did pretty good. Started with. He did fine. And then just because he's an insane person, he was able to move on to uh, media, Hollywood, TV shows, all that bullshit. And he was able to just kind of use his charisma to become more famous. And now he rode that charisma tagged on with a whole new marketing team and just sent it. That's what he does. He's just like, he steps into a new industry and he just sends it. He's just like, this is what we're doing. And he does it. And for some odd fucking reason, it's on the wavelength of America. I mean, it sounds typically American to me. Like, start off in a new business, hire some PR people, do some crazy shit and be successful. Yeah. Well, the problem is he's sent it a lot of times that have not gone well. Mm. But I think the most important area where he did send it and it did go well is when he started doing TV. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm wondering, though, who has the more... I think that that was the most important thing. What were you saying? Uh, So what I'm wondering is, who do you think has more, uh, let's say, meme potential? Biden or Trump? Oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't worry. I want to watch Trump beat up a senile man verbally. But, like, (laughs) dude, I don't know. Like, I want to see some kind of fight. I don't want to see, bro, Biden, I'm going to be honest, I think will be sad against Trump. Yeah, probably. I, th- I, I don't think, it, I think it will be almost sadder than funny. Like, Biden is so grossly underprepared for, for this thing. I mean, yeah, Hillary yeah, Clinton true. is at least a smart lizard person. Joe Biden... <laughs> is a dumb, senile lizard person, and he's going to get butt-fucked by Trump on stage. You know, the worst thing is, I don't think uh, Joe Biden is even dumb. I just think he's got Alzheimer's. Like, he just, well, yeah. like, like after 30 minutes, it's like, he looks around with, like, oh, why that look? And it's like, where am I? And who are these people? And what am I doing on this stage? And, like, why are these people cheering? Go back on his his highlight reel a little ways. No, he's always been an idiot, but now he's a senile idiot. Oh, geez. which is a whole nother spin, dude. It's like Fuller House, but better. Okay. So let me ask you this, because I get the impression that you think that Trump will be the more, let's say, competent president. But from a libertarian or an anarchist perspective, who do you prefer? Like, between the three people that are still in the race now. So, Bernie, Biden, and Trump. Oh, that's a hard question. I'm going to be honest. Uh, The way that I take your podcast, I was not anticipating any difficult questions. So, I might need... I might... (laughs) Hey, chill out. I might need a second to think. I'm the guest here. Let me think for a second. (laughs) Let me take another sip of this uh, Bud Light seltzer. Mm, Go ahead. Think about it. Well, I take the last sip of this glass of bullet and pour myself another. All right. So, my opinion. I'm not going to give you my opinion. You can't handle the truth. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. No. Fuck. I honestly, I can't decide. I can't, I cannot decide. Because, I mean, 
let's be honest, match any two of those three people up against each other, and that's going to be a great fucking show. And as a libertarian, I'm just kind of looking at this as a show because that's all it is. Mm -hmm. This does not reflect America whatsoever. This is just kind of a fun show. Yeah. And these are all characters. So it's almost like I'm split between the three because, I mean, Biden Bernie would also be hilarious, right? That is true. Like um, any, any combination of those three would be a very funny, would be a very f entertaining season of the political show. It is true. Um, so let me ask you this. Which candidate do you think is most likely to kick off a um, Burlington Code annual uh, Christmas party employee get-together. Okay, okay. All right, so who's our uh, ice cream man? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. I thought of this right now, and I'm not that sober, but I'm going to throw it out there because yeah. I think it might be the truth. Okay? Go at it. Trent's going to make a big call. Trent's going to make a big call, and it's going to be on the record. And if I'm wrong, nobody talks shit. But if I'm right, I'm going to talk a lot of shit. Go ahead, Trump, please. Trump is the big igloo candidate. Wow. That's so, uh... here, so, so here's what I think. So I think uh, Trump wins again, and he has already passed more gun control than Obama could dream of mm -hmm. on his own. So if he gets enough pressure from these fucking douchebags i could see trump crossing the line not intentionally but i could see him just passing a law that he thinks is one thing but it comes out becoming the boogaloo so basically like something where like there's a little something tagged in that targets say vets and then a couple vets boog and then the whole thing kicks off because the economy's not Going to be doing great soon. Right. I don't know how long they can hold it up, man. Right. That makes sense. Um, what so am I going to do? Trump is the boog candidate. That's Trump that's is Trent. the boog candidate. Dude, that is Trent's controversial opinion. Awesome. I, that is great. Uh, and by So, uh, you're saying that uh, Biden, or no, 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 Trump. No, is, I said Trump. Yeah, Trump is the main uh, ice cream social candidate. Yes. So, I mean, as an outsider looking in, I disagree with that to an extent. I think um, of the people that are still left, left uh, Biden is actually the main ice cream social candidate because although Bernie has all kinds of fancy idea of like suing gun manufacturers, etc., etc., yeah. I don't remember him taking a particularly strong stand on actually banning any kind of gun. Um, which, okay. I mean, my impression is that in, generally, in general, Mars could give a fuck which gun manufacturer is sued for whatever the fuck. Uh, Trump is still going to like pass gun, gun legislation on a more... Uh, uh, like 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 bit by bit, um, okay, and he's gonna have a, a load of Republicans on his hand, which are yeah. going to agree with him no matter what. Yep, like they're gonna have like reverse uh, Trump derangement syndrome. 
Like they're gonna have basically Trump fanatic no, syndrome. They're gonna join the cult. Yeah, because it's a cult. It is a cult, pretty sure. much. Um, so I think with Trump, and there will be too little support, I guess, for a full-on uh, ice cream social. Um, as such, I think that Joe Biden, especially because he recently said that he's gonna put uh, Beto Beta O'Rourke in charge yes. of uh, his his like gun policies, which means it's which means it's gonna be really aggressive on anything gun related. Well, that is going to uh, side like all the Republicans against him as well, like all the Republican voters, which I think. Uh, are still like rather important to kicking off uh, an actual ice cream social situation. Like you need at least a good amount of Republicans, right? Yeah. Because like yeah, libertarians that's... and anarchists are like what fucking one percent of the population or something. Like they're they're not a lot yeah. of them. I think Gary Johnson got three percent in the last election. Well, there you go. I mean, isn't it like the three percenters? Imagine quotation marks here. Uh, it actually took up arms, and then there were like a whole bunch more people that supported all the all of that action. So yeah, no, no. When it kicks off, the government is fucked for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, but I think Trump. So here's the thing: is I don't think I think if Biden gets in, he won't have the support that he thinks he will, and he won't get anything done. I think that Trump is the only person who, if elected has any likelihood of passing any kind of gun legislation that would kick off an ice cream social. Mm. So you think that uh, anything that Biden, Biden promotes, at least anything radical Biden promotes, just wouldn't get through? I mean, I think Biden is too stupid to know anything. To like, like I don't think Biden... Like he could executive try to executive order some shit, and that that might kick it off. But I don't think Biden has the balls to do it. Yeah, that makes I think sense. I, I what I see happening is Trump doing it basically where it's tagged on to some bill that's bullshit, hmm. and then it just gets up. He signs off on it, and then all of a sudden, you know, some shit kicks off. It gets out of control a little bit. And I mean, by the way, this is all assuming. That uh, hold on. The coronavirus bullshit doesn't kick it off first. Ah, so you think there's a chance that the coronavirus kicks off the the big boog? I hope not, but I mean, shit, man. I the biting the bullet guys say it a lot. Uh, yeah. People get hungry. Yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's the thing. If people get hungry enough, it might happen. But I, I'm not. I'm not banking on that the coronavirus is going to be the thing by any means. Like, there's plenty of toilet paper. I was at the store the other day. There's plenty of toilet paper. Uh, (laughs) We're not, like, that's not something I'm super, also, I'm in, so that might help a little with coronavirus being out away a little bit from big cities. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, it could cause it, but... It's too much. It's media hype. It's like a media hype bullshit thing, I almost think. Absolutely. I almost think it's really just the flu, or it's just like, you know, a bad cold. I'm thinking. And it's not much more. Oh, it's just. It's just overhyped. Ah, just a second. Pause is 
Uh, ready to go, I think. Fuck, are you How ready to go feel? for another hour? Fuck yeah. Pause ready to go. Shit, dude, let's jump pause in this whole thing. Fuck yeah. By the way, you should time mark this so that you can cut it with the transition. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking now. Is there anything to fucking time mark this at all? No, just put in the time. Uh, Worst case, you'll have to listen through a bunch and find it. But, like, you should make some kind of note so you don't leave it in. Yeah. If you do, I'm just, just going to talk shit on my podcast about it. I would love that, actually. I'll do it, bitch. Please, Daddy. Man, we've been fighting on this podcast a little bit, haven't we? It's great, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you should at least pause it until he gets on. I can only do one thing at once. Shut the fuck up. What a slut. Ah, uh, well. Hit record on this, baby. Hey, no, wait for him to come in. And we yeah, no, help. I'll just I'll just cut out like a little bit at the beginning. Uh, I smell just... All right. Buzz, are you there? Yeah, it sure seems like it. Can you guys hear me? I can oh, hear hey there, you. buddy. <laughs> awesome. Uh, just one sec where you guys do your introductions. Which burner won't you be using? I'm no. A couple calls on. Uh, Actually, nice. Buzz, let's give you some context of what's going on here. And I'll give All it because right. I'm not running the episode. Yeah. So um, basically, I've recorded at least two full episodes worth at this point where we're just kind of bullshitting around. And yeah. uh, I never expected my afternoon to take this long. No worries. Bro, you, went to, you went to Costco. That was a mistake. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily as simple as that. But By the way, how do you feel about my hat? I was a big fan. Hell yeah, dude. I put it on just for you, bud. Well, thank you. All right, well, yeah. if we're talking about this, Paul, how do you feel about my poster? Uh, let me take another look at it. Is my video on or am I audio only? You're uh, audio you're only so far. Okay, good. Is that the Pink Floyd album cover? It is. You. Uh, that's a great choice. I'm a big fan of their work, especially that one was... Just banger after banger. Hell yeah, dude. I love that album. great. It's a beautiful song. Ugh. All right. Um, so I discussed this with uh, Trent, what we're going to go on about, but I forgot most of what we discussed already because I have quite a bit of booze in me already. Um, but first of all, most importantly, I want your take on the uh, coronavirus that's going around. Um, do you actually believe it was developed by the attorneys in a bioweapons lab? Um, is that question for me or for both of us? For you, specifically. Okay, I have to say that I think the bioweapon theory makes as much or more sense than the idea that it occurred from people eating bat soup. Hmm. Interesting. So I know that's a little bit of a hedgy answer. So, you know, the gun to my head answer is I think it came out of that lab, whether it was developed in that lab or not. Okay. Um, that's interesting because so do you think it would be more of an accidental leak of the 
virus instead of an uh, intentional release? So there's two ways a person can look at it. And it's determined exclusively by your belief in the competency versus evil ratio of any given government. Now, I personally believe that it was probably a leak as opposed to a deliberate release. I don't, people like to talk about the Bill Gates event 201 connection uh-huh. and how that whole thing went on literally just two months before we started seeing Corona cases. But, you know, truth be told, I think that that's all just a little too convenient. And so I don't believe that was a deliberate release for uh, population control measures. Yeah. So I suppose theoretically it could have been a deliberate release for some other end game. All right. You know, uh, that's something that I'm much more amenable to theory wise. Hmm. Interesting. So, so I want to take a different approach because what I think is a little different than this. Uh, I don't think it's any kind of like lab developed thing necessarily. I mean, viruses develop all the time. And I think that, I think of this as more of almost a, like a world media ploy. Like, can we get the media working together to promote something that is essentially just a cold to becoming a big deal? Because like, let's be honest, it hasn't done much more. I mean, pneumonia is way scarier it's i mean people get sick as fuck but i'll i'll, I'll get sick for a couple of weeks i don't give a shit i'll just feel well, bad listen, i do it every year anyway but listen, like I, a 4.5 percent kill rate in italy and a quarantine on the city of milan would seem to argue that it's more than just a common cold well i have to argue with you a little bit here Paz, because sure I mean, oh, for one, Italians are fucking pussies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and number two, a quarantine in Italy means nothing. Like, give these people a fucking bottle of wine and a cappuccino or an espresso, and it'll break the fucking quarantine. All right? Bro, like, bro, oh. is this like, this might be a hate crime. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Like, I'm an American, so I don't understand European politics in the same way. But like, <laughs> dude, that sounds rough. That sounds real hateful. To be honest. Well, look at it this way. Um, where did fascism originate, and who really carried out fascism? Look, I mean, there were there were American. Uh, Matt from the status quo recently said, like, pointed out that there were people who were essentially aligned with fascism in the American government who were openly doing that uh, before fascism was a thing. Well, look, if we want to have that conversation and do really want to talk about the history of fascism as our show discussion here, I think there's a good case to be made that it really fundamentally came out of either Wilson's America or the uh, late Prussian Empire that is, and the North German Confederation. That is fascinating. I would love to have that conversation with you sometime. Okay, uh, let's do it. Okay, but, fuck it. Why not? All right. <laughs> but give your theory. Please tell no, me. First so of all, I, 
I would like to say up front, based on what Paz has said so far, I consider uh, him to be correct on both counts, and I think it's a combination of the two. Sure. Well, I just think we need to really make the argument for Wilson's America because it saw the uh, first use of a uh, really formalized state police doing the anti-communist raids that they did and for the intense monitoring for the first time of uh, the public for whether or not they were sufficiently supportive of the war effort. And if there's... Wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't that where school came from as well, or the idea of this type of school? Well, I think the, that was more the uh, Prussian model, which was the second example. Oh, okay. but uh, you know, the other thing, my bad. The other thing we need to talk about with Wilson was also the implicit ethnic hatred that's so frequently a signature of fascism was also present because there was a lot of uh, quite severe anti-German propaganda in the States during World War I. Yeah. Uh, are, so is, I would say, I mean, the example that jumps to mind for me at least is the, uh, you know, the bayoneting babies. What the fuck? Is that the one? What, was that World War I or World War II? I, I honestly don't know I'm asking. I, I thought that was like some of the original demonization of German people was my what I thought. I might be well, wrong. Regardless of which conflict it was, that certainly was an incredibly viral psyop, yeah. But it was this idea that the uh, German army in one of the two world wars was literally walking through Belgium, bayoneting small children for funsies as they marched, if you're not aware. Yeah, uh, Mr. Bullshito. And it was, it was proved to be fundamentally false, but it was a wartime marketing campaign. And in yeah. that regard, it was quite successful. Jesus Christ. Um, That's why we can shit on it. Fuck. Because they made it up. That's crazy. I literally never heard that before. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, featured in one episode of, is it Hardcore History, I think, is where I heard about that. Maybe that sounds right to me, but I'm I I can't say for sure. The only thing, uh, I mean, it's it's not very little, but the only thing that I like strongly remember is uh, the the thing about the Marines being called devil dogs by the Germans, being just a piece of propaganda, um, which hilariously is pointed out or, or proven by a uh, by a spelling mistake. By the way, Marines openly and gladly refer to themselves as devil dogs sometimes, so... Well, yeah, of course they would embrace it, though. You know, everyone wants to sound like a badass, whether or not they actually are. It sounds pretty cool, but uh, the thing is, uh, it's like most likely a piece of propaganda because... Um, the the main origin I read a Wikipedia article about this mostly by chance, um, but the main thing is that uh, it comes from some sort of poster which was like seen or shown at some point, um, which calls the U.S. Marines Teufelhunden in German. Well, here's the problem: if you know. Even a little bit of German, Teufelhunden is wrong. It's Teufelshunden. So 
instead of devil dogs, it would be devil's dogs. Um, and if anyone is unlikely to make this spelling mistake, it's the Germans. Um, so what you're saying is that the Marines are literally the devil's dogs, which is pretty accurate sounding to me. No, they're literally... Uh, they're literally just a result of typo. No. What he's saying is the nickname was never Devil's Dogs or Devil Dogs, but rather it was just a big fat-ass spelling mistake. Is that what you're getting at? Not quite. Uh, My understanding, so let me try to explain what I thought you said, (laughs) is that that, uh, Devil Dogs is the spelling mistakes. Devil's Dog, like the Devil's Dogs, is the correct uh, way to translate it. But what I'm saying is that saying that the Marines are the dogs of the death is a more accurate way to say it, to be honest. I mean, look, I won't dispute that uh, the Marines or an extra description of the Marines may be the devil's dogs or devil dogs, whatever. I, I don't know anything about that. And I don't care either. What I'm saying is yeah we're not here to praise the war machine anyways are we gentlemen i'm not no what i'm saying is that evidence of the fact that uh the whole devil dog thing uh or the whole devil's dog's nickname was a piece of propaganda from the u.s government is uh shown by the fact that it was spelled wrongly in german Oh, okay. I understand what you're getting at. You're saying it was a non-native German speaker who came up with calling them that before attributing it to the German army. Yes, exactly. Okay, see. Now that makes quite a bit of sense. Yes. So some American made like a a poster in German about the American Marines being devil dogs. Except, and they made a spelling mistake that no native-speaking German ever would have. Exactly. Okay. And, I mean, the Germans are extremely autistic about this kind of shit, so they wouldn't make this kind of spelling mistake. See, now that's fascinating. <laughs> that's really interesting. <laughs> hey, sorry for derailing that. I'm going to shut the fuck up for a little bit. You guys talk. Go ahead, uh, Trent. Just shut up all you want. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. I'll just sit back. Um, fuck, man. Uh, so geez. were we talking coronavirus before there? Yeah, we were corona- talking coronavirus uh, before this. So if I understand right, your take is that it's more likely that the coronavirus results from eating bats, reading bat soup. Or no, wait. No, it's more no, likely. No, that, that, that was uh, less likely in my yeah, estimation. So less likely that it came from eating bats or bat soup than that it came from a bioweapons lab. Correct. And, you know, I'm not saying it's significantly less likely. Mm -hmm. I'd say it's probably like a 60-40 split. Right. You know, because both possibilities are honestly pretty outlandish. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be foolish to just assume one or the other. But I think it's more likely that lab had something to do with it than a wet food market. I don't especially, know enough. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, especially given what we know about the fact that it's being called a novel virus mm. and the fact that it possesses traits that should not be naturally occurring. 
just with uh, irregularities in its DNA structure. Yeah. And that's not something that I can claim to be well-researched on, just that I know people who would know better, and they say it's not right. Right. So so here's my question about the the DNA research. is like, bro, they're not even really testing for this shit at this point. Right? What do you mean? Like, isn't that isn't that a big story? Is that they're not really like well, they don't no, really have a way not, to test for this specific thing. So how do they know? Just because we're not, just because you're not testing people for whether or not they're infected, doesn't mean that you're not able to acquire samples of the condition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, uh, like just because you're deliberately not instigating new cases by uh, relying on a faulty healthcare system wherever in the world and whichever one you're assigned to use does not mean that you're not aware of what a given condition is. You know, that'd be like saying that we don't know how AIDS works because someone didn't get tested for AIDS. All right. Um, Let me jump in here for a second. I mean, I think what you say makes sense, Paz, but the main problem I have with the coronavirus being developed in the lab is the mortality rate or rather the lack thereof um and because as i understand it mortality rate is about two percent um and the main people two percent is the conservative public information or for public consumption uh-huh. estimate okay it's it's higher. like i said you know i did the math when the italian outbreak was first uh going on and the numbers were still small enough that my pea brain could work with them <laughs> <laughs> and in the first week or so of its presence in Italy, the death rate was at about a 4.5% of confirmed infections. That's uh, a good point. Although I feel like Italians are not really uh, a representative sample. I mean, they're fucking sure, Italians, I mean, for God's sake. Hey, 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 and, we've already <laughs> been racist on Italians today. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to let's, the... Welcome to the... On to, like, have you... So... My biggest thing is the is that they're taking old people samples, you know, people who are especially, and they're just like, there's this many people in that we have measured to be infected or have decided are infected, but then, you know, there's so many people who have died, and how many of those are old people who are especially susceptible to dying, as opposed yeah, there, to there's no doubt about that that they're certainly the. There's no doubt that they're certainly the most vulnerable section of the population and that they're always going to die at a higher rate. I don't think that's the I just uh, think contention. Used, I think it's used to pump numbers a lot. Well, sure. And, you know, at that point, how can we trust any number or any figure, though, you know? At, at some point, you just need to choose which benchmarks you're going to work with and then do your best to acquire the real information as you're able. You know of what course. I'm saying? I I just, I don't know if the real information is going to be easy to get on this one because they're just, it's not easy to get on anything. Well, they're just going to give you numbers and be like, you know, this many people died, but they're not going to tell you that, you know, 80% of the deaths were across two old folks homes or some shit like that, you know? And that's not like a right now example, but that's like, you know, in a couple months, there could be like 
hundreds of people have died and it just cleaned out a couple old folks homes and everybody else who has got so it is fine here's a here's my question for you pat do you have yes. any uh, idea of how let's say susceptible uh healthy ish people between say 10 and uh, 50 are Well, you know, in that bracket, assuming that their other health is generally good and that they don't have pre-existing lung conditions that would affect it, the mortality rate seems to be at or below one. Trent is absolutely correct when he says that the highest mortality rate seems to be among Asian populations and old people. And also, okay. miraculously enough, it seems like children, you know, proper children don't even get infected at all. That's interesting. So here's my main it's like uh, the anti-chicken pox so here's the, the two things i'm considering um so one if this was developed in a bioweapons lab it was probably in that case like with the information you give me now developed to specifically kill off the elderly or it's suspiciously not very deadly for something developed in a bioweapons lab i mean my thinking I'm I'm no expert on any of this but my thinking is is if I were to develop some sort of bioweapon in a bioweapons lab I would develop something that like spreads really fast without showing any symptoms for quite a while and then after like I don't know x amount of time get really 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 heavy on symptoms so for example say a virus that could potentially incubate for as much as you know up to 27 days mm -hmm. and in which carriers could be asymptomatic yeah like for example the covid-19 virus <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd also like to note that uh i know you're talking about the yale study right wait who me yale Fuck. i think i th i think yale is the one who came out with that study right I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Fact, academic group produced it. Okay, so from I, the I last I saw, that gave a range like yours was Yale, and it was entirely brushed over by media, which I thought was interesting. Is that I yeah, never? And that, you know, that was the far outside of their range too, for what it's worth. I'm not saying that everyone is walking around with it for 27 days before it pops. Yeah, biology's fucked. And you never really know a timeline because biology is a piece of shit. That's my understanding. Yeah, there's there's a lot of math and individual caseology work that needs to go into it. It's yeah, it's like it's a, that's what I mean. It's an unrealistic thing to do, and like because a lot of the cases, like I don't know, my understanding is that there may even be some misdiagnosis where it's just like a pneumonia case. Yeah, so that's especially interesting Yeah, because the tests that they were trying to use initially had both false positive and false negative rates that were way out of line with testing for basically anything else, you know, which is to say that the testing that they were initially using was almost completely ineffective because you didn't know if it would tell you that you had it and you didn't or tell you that you didn't have it and you did. Yeah, yeah, That that's the weird thing to me is that you'd think that there would be testing under any circumstance where you have uh, 
like just some spontaneous virus that spawns from something else. Because if it spawns from something else, you probably have a baseline, right? Especially because coronavirus has been around forever. It's been on like different packages decades. Well, that's because coronaviruses are really an entire subset of viruses in general. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just one thing that keeps evolving. It's a dozen or more different viruses. Yeah, but I mean, if we're keeping track of the ones that make you sick, you would expect you wouldn't expect some bullshit to just all of a sudden become this crazy thing. So like I understand like the you know, bio lab explanation for that reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because shit just doesn't evolve that fast that we can't keep up with it with our genome geno mapping. Like we can c- keep up with mutations to, to an extent that wouldn't allow this to get that insane, I think. Sure. Um, and unless you know, it was I, just changed. Well, I think it is worth bringing up too, that it part of the confusion and its evolutionary pathway could be the fact that there seems at this point to be two distinct strains of it. One that's significantly more virulent and another that you can just kind of walk around with. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so, do both of these strains just fall under COVID-19 or...? Yeah, it's, it's two strains of COVID-19. Okay, As of right now, I think epidemiologists are calling them the S strain and the L strain. Okay, so one is like relatively harmless and the other is... The other one will fuck you up, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, damn, that's interesting. Yeah, I saw something about that, but I, I don't know a lot. I feel like that news is also something that hasn't been pumped a lot. Have you noticed that? Yeah, well, we're, we're in a phase now where they've gone from total news suppression to throwing every fact and thing and piece of information at the wall. And at that point, you don't know if it's deliberate misinformation attempts or if now the media is all scrambling so hard that you can't figure anything out. I don't you know, know maybe, what I'm uh... Like, it went from being totally suppressed news to being so out of control reported on that you can't keep things straight. And that's always a dangerous phase in this sort of thing. Maybe it's been different uh, on this side of the world because... So uh, you got a totally different media and perspective than two Americans would. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, my main two news sources, take it easy on the coke there, Trent. Uh, my, my main two news sources have been uh, the NOS, which is like the Dutch national uh, news agency and Twitter. So take it for what you will. Uh, right. But the NOS has been, in my experience, fairly, I don't know, factual, I guess, about coronavirus. Like, basically, like, we think it comes from here and there, and we have X amount of infections in the Netherlands right now. Um, so the main problem in the Netherlands at this moment is that about two weeks ago, uh, in the south, we celebrated Carnaval. And Carnaval is, well, it's a bit less pretty, I guess, than Brazilian Carnival, but it's the same idea. Everyone dresses up, goes out, gets drunk. So what you get is massive amounts of people in the street that are all interacting with each other, shaking hands, hugging, kissing, fucking, Rubbing, whatever. touching. 
throwing spit on each other. Yes, exactly. So, um, do you have any confirmed cases there yet? Yeah, we have uh, about 188 confirmed cases at the moment. Um, but I expect that to rise pretty quickly because yeah, the population density there is fairly high, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? We are in an island, one of the possibly even the uh, densest populated countries in the world. Um, really? Yes. Wow. That I mean, actually, that really surprises me. It's like a trivia fact. It's we have a country that's like the the like geographically like the size of new york city roughly maybe a little bit more but we're not even the size of new york state and we've got like 17 million people living in here so i mean we're we're highly densely populated um apart from a few city states uh won't get much more dense um but especially with an event like carnival you get an enormous amount of people that are exchanging all kinds of bubble, bodily fluids with each other, touching, having contact. Uh, so it's going to spread like hell. I mean, yeah. uh, 188 is a cute uh, estimation. But realistically, if there's 188 people in the Netherlands and cases have been found in big cities like Rotterdam and Amsterdam, which are like the two biggest cities in the then it's probably a pretty good bet that the actual rate of people in, with infections is probably significantly higher, though. Much higher, probably. Like, you can probably square 188, and then you'll be somewhere <coughs> near uh, the total amount. Yeah. Dude, fuck, dude. Good luck, homie. I mean, I'll be fine. As far as I understand it, I'm, like, halfway into my 20s. Uh, and yeah. I'm healthy-ish. Yeah. So... Be so you should be survive. in a population that's pretty well suited to deal with it. Yeah. Or a demographic, rather. Yeah, exactly. So my only worry is uh, getting back home uh, to my mom and dad once panic breaks out or once quarantine starts, because like they've prepped already. Um, but <laughs> they got the money. <laughs> they got the money, exactly. But also, I'm an expert at procrastination. Um, so I'm like. Ah, yeah, you know, maybe I should, like, buy some canned beans or some shit. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow, I'm like, ah, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. And then, oh, this is... Well, it's, it's never too late to start until all of a sudden when it is. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean... That's a really good way to put it. I did some groceries, like, yesterday, and there wasn't any... Uh, I didn't see anything being out of... Uh, out of stock overly yet. picked over no so i think well that's a good theory, sign then at least though yeah so i live yeah. like in the south of the netherlands so i think the general theory here is that if we just drink enough alcohol we will kill the coronavirus yeah well uh, it's yeah. an antiseptic right <laughs> exactly um look man it's toxic to everything including you you just have a higher tolerance you need to prove <laughs> Dude, you need to prove to the coronavirus. We are all in a game of shots with the coronavirus. That's the trick. That's what's happening just, in the world. We just have to prove that we are better drinkers than the coronavirus. That's, dude, that's what you need to do. If you dude. think you have coronavirus, do 35 shots in one night. 
and then tell me you have the coronavirus in a week when you get over the hangover. You just gave me an idea. All right, so bear with me on this one. Um, oh, no. Do you know how, like, Westerners, like Europeans and Americans to some extent, are significantly more tolerant to lactose than Asians? Yes. Yeah, generally speaking, yeah. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. So maybe the trick to beat coronavirus Honestly, is just to drink absurd amounts of milk and to eat absurd amounts of yogurt. Oh, God. It's not because the worst idea I've ever heard. Coronavirus developed. But you know, I do that anyway. So obviously, <laughs> it will be lactose intolerant. Look, man. I don't know that that's how that works, but Shut I think up, it's worth us. a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth a shot. I, I, I think it's a good theory because Paz and I are both Wisconsinites. So, <laughs> so we'll be fine no matter what. <laughs> yeah, eat, a, eat enough cheese and you'll be fine. That's the conclusion of this round table. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic conclusion. Uh, do any of you have uh, anything to add? Uh, you know, as far... Well, I'll, I'll say this, and this is not part of the conversation to take overly seriously. This was more it. just a fun coincidence that popped up along the way. But if either of you or any of the listeners have played the Resident Evil video games or seen any of the movies, you should take a look at the logo for that lab in Wuhan because their, uh, their lab logo is literally identical to the evil corporation in Resident Evil. The only yeah, difference is the color that. scheme, but it's the, it's the same exact symbol, which I thought was both funny and creepy. Holy shit. That Last minute, mind fuck. Holy fuck! All right, people, this is Angel's podcast. So remember, China is literally the umbrella corporation. Uh, the whole thing, all of them. Yes, Trent sucks. Uh, like his podcast is awful. His is cheese awful. is awful. His taste in alcohol is awful. His voice is awful. Pass uh, rocks. Um, you guys go hard at each other, don't you? Bro, what are you talking about <laughs> with this smooth voice? I am speaking the truth, and I will never speak anything but the truth. Um, Tease is great, though. Tease is awesome. Um, Boss, you're fucking awesome. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I was very happy to have you on again. Um, do not ever listen to Ziggy or Dark Tom Woods. Um. <laughs> yeah, Dark Tom, he tried to nuke my laptop that I do all my audio work through. It's yeah, dude, true. we were talking to that fucker earlier. That's why he did it. <laughs> um, let's see. Hey, uh, hey, second, let us give wait, our wait, plugs. Wait, 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 wait shut up. Shut up, Trent. The second to last thing I have to say is that time zones are a bitch and a hoax. Um, and then the very last thing is that I would very much love to for either or for both of you to give your plugs. Um, <laughs> Trent, since, since you've okay. been here for like three hours, you go thirst first. Thirst? <laughs> what do you say? Oh, that was a Freudian slip. Okay. All right. I am, uh, my name is Trent. I am uh, Bullshitto's wet dream. <laughs> You're like my uh, worst nightmare, motherfucker. You, like if I can, if I were thinking hey, the worst possible. Hey, hey, possible. hey, 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 hey. 
Yeah, I'm going to shut him up. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, at uh, Trent's Not Here. Currently, I am uh, Trent, everybody's favorite poor. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, which is probably going to be at least more structured than the one you're listening to right now. So you should definitely check it out. Uh, it's called Trent Must Talk. It's fucking delightful. Dude, I got an episode with Pause. It's coming out real soon. It's going to be fucking off the chain, bud. Like just like listen to one episode and you've heard them all. Uh, <laughs> this line right. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like one of my favorite people to get on this podcast, um, as opposed to the other poor motherfucker we are in this session with. Please, where can people find you? What is your brand? Okay, so uh my plugs. You can find me at Twitter or on Twitter at Dogman Respector. You can find me on probably just about any podcast you listen to of a sufficiently low clout level. You know, I'm not <laughs> here doing Cato events or anything. But, um, you can also find me on Keybase. Just look me up. I go by my common internet pseudonym, Dexter De La Paz. Uh, I've been on Discord too. You'll probably have to message me for my tag because I can never remember it or the number sequence at the end, rather. Uh, so probably like hitting something like at pause and you'll find them. Yeah, yeah. So Twitter, Discord, Keybase. Uh, listen to my podcast, The Gaslight Hour, and catch my appearances everywhere else. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, as for my plugs, uh, like all the fucking people that listen to this podcast, you fucking know where to find me. Uh, so don't be bitching at me for plugs and otherwise uh, don't listen to Trent's podcast like listen to one episode because otherwise it's horrible uh, and do listen to the Gaslight Hour because it's great uh, and that's it um, thank you Paz for coming on and yeah I'd uh, like to just apologize to Rogan about, real quick again to uh, both of you for being so late I'd like it to be known that it was for a nominally good reason. I was helping some normie friends of mine finally get mm. their prep situation in order. No worries, but you uh, you informed us uh, with plenty of time beforehand, so we uh, we knew what to expect. Yeah, I just never expected it to take five hours. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> All right. Goodbye and how do. Oh,